Such a long time. It is Ida Most High, and I'm with my tag team partner live and direct CT, aka Chitty Bay. What's good? What's good? What's good, everybody? Yo, it's, long time. It's man. a pleasure. It's a pleasure to talk to you guys again. And you know our shit is consistency, but life shit got real. Life, man, shit life, got real. Life and shit got realer than most, <laughs> my nigga. Like, yeah. I think last time we talked, like, really, like, okay, CJ had his birthday uh-huh. uh, in September. So probably about six weeks, right? Where like six weeks, shit has been yeah. like, you know I mean, but we back in live, you know, uh-huh. and, and where where we live? Avengers, Avengers Towers three. This is Avengers Towers three. A move, a third move of the podcast. Third move of the podcast. You know, we out here with consistency, even though we're not as consistent. And be speaking of that. We're changing the schedule up. If you want to get into it, yeah, this is the Underground Wrestling Show podcast. You guys catch us on uh, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. One, right now, we're on, on Twitter, Twitter, we're on IG. We're you know on what IG, I mean? Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. You guys know where to find us YouTube, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Um, so just search us on Hold the on. media. We got another way to find us. Yes, we do. And that is. Everything is wrestling.shopify.com. .myshopify.com. And we, and, and we, and we need, we're going to change it though, man. But we, we just go to Fuck everything. That. Everything is wrestling, .myshopify.com. And copy your Everything is Wrestling first edition SummerSlam t shirts. Or you can get your second edition. No, you're well. Your second Everything is Wrestling t shirt. We got edition one right here SummerSlam first ever shirt. And we got your Stun 45. Shirt right here. Go vote. Go to your Twitter. Go to your polls. Yeah, go, go, go vote. Go vote 2020. And y'all know what this Stun is. 45. It's live, guys. Go cop the t-shirt, yo. Support Reasonable Wrestling and support uh, Reasonable Wrestling because it's just support. Do we got we got kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to East Slater. Yes. Um, no, uh, but yes. Back to the schedule. Um, like C2 was saying, um, we are... Going to be switching up the format. So y'all catch us today. We're going to do our review of whatever the fuck we want to review. Our preview for Hell in a Cell, Bound for Glory, Halloween Havoc, Mm -hmm. Full Gear. You'll catch all that today. And y'all will see us in two weeks. Mm -hmm. We will be a buy... How y'all usually get y'all money? Because I know a lot of y'all niggas not getting paid every week. So I fuck y'all gotta expect... This to be here every week, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So we're going to go ahead and kaching ya bi-weekly. Reasonable Wrestling, we'll see and y'all in two weeks, man. What it comes down to is wrestling is wrestling, you know? And, and there's only so many times we can talk about Seth Rollins and Ray <laughs> going, going at it, even though I will comment on that again today. But it it's just we have things going on. Everything is wrestling is popping off. We got some other ventures we're working on, but I'm glad you guys are sticking with us, and we're going to rock with y'all with uh, smoke breaks from time to time. Yo, if something lit happens, we're going <laughs> to hop on the live and, and IG, and we, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk to y'all, you know? So we'll be here, and if you don't, Yo, y'all know where to find us. It's always going to be 
Gang shit. Always, man. Always gang shit. Always gang shit. So when it comes to this wrestling, yeah, I mean, y'all can always catch us on Twitter. Like uh, like CT said, we RW Podcast 1. Whenever we want to get our shit off. Um, yeah, it's, it smokes fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're on Instagram. We're going to start being a little bit active on that Facebook, too, because we know that's where a lot of action go down on Facebook. Y'all niggas be in the forum type mode over mm-hmm. on Facebook. So I'm going to throw CT in the fucking fire over there because <laughs> that's his, that was his, that, nigga, this is what he came up on. Like, CT came up. Yep. CT came up in them forum I days. Came up on the forums. So I'ma send that I'ma send them I'ma send, I'm I'm send that nigga at y'all. I'ma I'ma send that nigga at y'all, bro. We might fuck around and be on Reddit by the end yeah. of the year, nigga. Listen, I used to write wrestling fantasy wise, yo. Like real fan Little fiction. Fan type fiction shit. type shit. Dude, we do this. We do this. Um but let's get into um our show, the week that was with Reasonable Wrestling. Listen, we just watched Booker T get fucking roasted. Ah, flamed on, completely eviscerated. Well, she kind of shot on his career. I mean, Sasha Banks. Listen, she didn't shout on his career completely, but she definitely said to his face. It's going on the Twitter oh, poll right now. Who uh, had a better career, Booker T or Sasha Banks? <laughs> Y'all go vote right now. <laughs> Let's put it up. <laughs> put it up. But for real, like it, it, um, Josh, they had talking smack, and I like what Booker T is doing on talking smack. Like I like that. He's taking the Twitter shit now. He's look, looking at it as a strength rather than a weakness. Like, you're going to go on there. He's going to call out Matt Riddle to small talk smack. He's going to have a conversation. You're going to bring up Sasha Banks and um, have a conversation on uh, Talk and Smack. Because that's what stirs up the business, these conversations. That's what wrestling is. is us buying into the product. And if this buy, makes us buy into the product, go for it. And I think that um, a lot of people get on Booker for his perspective because I think he's just old-fashioned. And he, he's actually, you know, a legendary wrestler. So he's going to look at wrestling a certain way. But the thing about wrestling uh, is that... The thing about wrestling is that it, it evolves. So he's like, he's, what he's saying is that... And he said it on his podcast is that... He's coming from wrestling from a traditional standpoint of that he can, he can definitely reference something in the past where things have happened. Like, for instance, he said something about Matt Riddle. Like, Matt Riddle shouldn't... He needs to wear boots, right? Uh, so... Why did... Why, why, I mean... Why? Because traditionally he needs to wear boots? And, and what he was saying in his rationalization, which we talk about, because me and you have different opinions, mm-hmm. and we're like, yo, if you can tell me why your opinion is that way, we can talk, talk to you. So Don't I, just give me your opinion yeah. and just cause, nigga. Yeah. I can't stand a just cause ass nigga. You feel me? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, do, it's, yeah, we can have different opinions, but if you have nigga. a basis on your thought process, we're good with you. And I realized that Booker T is not just talking out of his ass. And I've been known this too, because obviously he's done this shit. So what, what, what was his thing? He, he he was saying that Jimmy Superfly Slicker is the biggest wrestler. He's like name wrestlers who won the championship who had no who had no no shoes. Yokozuna. Yokozuna. He uh, didn't wear uh, boots. Uh, to me, I, I I thought Yokozuna too, but. He's saying the biggest star. I guess he didn't think about Yokozuna, but the biggest star was Jimmy Superfly Slicker. Correct. That didn't wear shoes and. I believe that his point is that he can't he can't picture it, and I'm like, uh, yeah, we see can't, now we see people in MMA. Obviously, they don't wear shoes in the ring, but they have towels around their waist. It's very acceptable for people to look at it differently today, you know. So from what from my standpoint, I, I can see it as a, a different eye looking at wrestling, where I'm like, it doesn't matter if Matt Riddle has shoes or not. See, my thing, but from his standpoint, he's like he just has it. See, my thing with book and that particular point is, is that. Book never really cared about being legendary. Book always talked about what? Making money. So, nigga, Riddle was doing what? 
making money. Uh-huh. Riddle made money the way Riddle makes money. Uh-huh. How a nigga make money ain't got shit to do with Booker. And that's my point with Booker. Yeah. Booker seems to always insinuate himself in shit that ain't got shit to do with Booker T and wonder why <laughs> niggas coming after Booker T. Right? When you mention Naomi's name, my nigga, you want to know why you're getting a Twitter flat. Nigga, ain't no... Nigga, if you... Hey, listen, your opinion, I feel you, is your opinion. But when you go into the the, the lanes of disparaging, mm-hmm. because there's levels to it. Yeah. You feel me? Now, Booker T can have his opinion on if he thinks Naomi or Big E is a moneymaker in the WWE. But nigga, they already made money. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. what are you even talking about? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so... When Book's talking about an ascension, we got to talk about this. Now, this is why I say I put it on the Twitter poll. Book, you ain't as legendary as you think you are, two-time <laughs> Hall of Famer. You feel me? Like, unless, let's, let's not do that. Let's no, 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 no. no. I'm here, and I'm non-queer, right. but you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Now go, go. So, listen. Book, two-time Hall of Famer. Uh-huh. Harlem Heat. Five-time, six-time champion. We're going to include his run with WWE. Shit. 28-time tag team champion. With it, like, uh, uh, Let me uh, tell you something. United you... States champion. Intercontinental champion, I believe. Booker T is, without of a doubt, in my 30 years, I'm 30 years old, my generation is one of the greatest accomplished wrestlers uh-huh. of all time. But when we talk about impact, legacy, he's not on that tier. Don't say that. I'm... Don't say that. You cannot do that to Booker T. I'm sorry. You got to understand that right now, it's easier to make a name as a black wrestler than it's ever been. And I can't compare Booker T's struggles to like saying, hey, I'm just going to go out there and get my money. I I don't fuck. I mean, I'm not saying saying that though. I'm saying in the kind They didn't expect guys like that to even be the star. He got, he he, he broke boundaries in WCW. You know, he being the second, you know, black book. And I'm going to keep, and that's why I'm keeping it a book, bro. Book was fantastic. Booker, at no point in life or his wrestling career, is Ron Simmons. What do you mean by that, though? As a star power? As when we talk about that's Booker T. You're talking about star power. No, w- listen. We talk about he wins that. Okay, so when we talk about generations, right? Right. Uh-huh. If we talk about the '80s generation of wrestlers and our '90s generations of wrestlers. Uh-huh. When you compare errors, who do you think overall will have had the biggest impact in wrestling? I'm going to say Ron Simmons. When we go down and take Booker T's 90s, 2000s eras, five-time spinner, all that shit, and what he accomplished, and we take Sasha Banks. When it's all said and done, I think Sasha Banks is going to have more of an impact in wrestling. But the, but so, when we're talking about the legend, so when we're talking about legendary status... It's not even a comparison to me. And this is what I'm trying to say, guys. This is a game that we play with saying who's better and who's not. Sasha Banks stands on the shoulders of everybody before her. This, it's just that she's doing it in her era. I don't think Sasha Banks stands... Listen, keep it a G. And I, I love Sasha Banks. I, I got to keep it a buck, though. <laughs> I listen to the Lebertar Show. And <clears throat> this is baseball talk for all my baseball fans. Do you think Ozzy Smith, the greatest fucking shortstop people consider of all time, can play in this era of baseball? 
And a lot of people are saying, no. The shift. He didn't hit for power. The the most hits he had in the season was 180. The next the next mm-hmm. the next one is 160. Uh, and like I'm gonna like, say and I'm gonna say yes for Booker T. Booker T can absolutely hang in this era with what his athletic ability, his charisma on the mic. Correct. He could absolutely. But what I'm saying is what I'm saying younger, is Booker T would be and this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Booker T in this era now with what we thought was. Exceptional athleticism, or what we saw. I mean, as, if he came up in this era, he would be different. I, obviously, you no, I'm, I'm. That's what I'm doing. I'm okay. This is what I'm saying. People will say LeBron can, can't compare LeBron James to Michael Jordan or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Listen, man, LeBron James is Bill Russell size, and he got 50 pounds on Bill Russell, my nigga. If LeBron James, if you dropped LeBron James in the 1960s, he would be a fucking <laughs> monster, nigga. Nature, he would be a fucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you see yes. what I'm saying? So with that being said, I'm reversing it. If you drop Booker T in this era, Booker T is what we think of Keith Lee. Uh-huh, yeah. Damn, can they do something with that guy because he got talent? Uh-huh. We don't think about that with Sasha Banks. We are wondering when she's going to hit that. We, uh-huh. we said Sasha was rock-esque yeah. like two, yeah. three years ago. Yeah. Booker T been Booker T. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not even trying to throw shots. Like, I'm not, but no, I, it's, it, and I, that's the tears of it. So uh-huh. when I'm asking, who had the who who had the better career, or like the 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 when when I'm when I'm 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 talking about that because now I'm going back and I want to fast forward. We're going to talk book and black. I'm looking like how you say people are on the shoulders of people. Yeah. Bianca Belair a bench pressing that shit. Oh, for sure. Whoever on that motherfucker shoulders, <laughs> whoever on that nigga shoulders, <laughs> ah, nigga, like, nigga, yo, she to is, the moon, bruh. She is, I believe, a transcendent bridge because yeah, we always that. talk about athletes not earning spots, and we talk about football players because they athleticism, and we see Pat McAfee yeah. and Brian Corbin and uh, whoever. Nigga, this is going to bridge the gap to legit CrossFit, and that's going to be WWE's next thing. Uh-huh. And I think Bianca Belair is going to be a face for CrossFit in the next ten years. That's going to be Ill, or yeah. five years. That's going to be. Ill. I, love I, that. I think. I think that. I think she's yeah. going to be that fitness body. She's going to be on body uh, bodybuilder magazine. Yeah, we've manifested gonna, this. She's like, gonna be I mean, a fucking beast. we were saying for the longest time. I think a lot of people have. No, it's not just us, but Bianca has every piece of the puzzle to be that person. And that's why we were so frustrated when they were like, oh, re-erupted, re-erupted, because it's like, we, we saw everything in, in, in Bianca that she is a megastar. Now, maybe Rhea's gonna be that too. We never know down the line, but right now, it's, uh, I'm keep saying such, my bad. Bianca, it, it is Bianca's time, and she's Miss SmackDown, and she went, and she made it out, she went out there, she made a statement for herself, and that, they that, are putting her in that position, that, and, I, and, I love to, and I love to see it. Brush, her vignettes, Right, her real life accolades, mm-hmm. right? Because we talk about Chad Gable and we talk about Kurt Angle and we talk about 
The Rock. Niggas want to bring up The Rock. The nigga was a backup defensive lineman to Warren Sapp. Nigga can get on the field. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we talk, we bring up. I'm about freak athletes. We talk about freak athletes. Warren, Warren Sapp is a fucking freak, nigga. Yes. That nigga was dunking basketballs. Nigga don't even know, nigga. That's, like, not, that's not a shame to The Rock. That's Warren this Sapp, bro. That's what I'm saying, nigga. So we talk about legit collegiate athletes. Like, now we got tape and we can see Bianca was far in the head. Beyond her motherfucking competition. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, nobody really can, like, Biggie played football. The Usos played football. Roman played football. Uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 niggas wrestled. You know what I mean? Bianca's gonna be bigger than any other woman wrestler in history. Bruh, probably. listen, I'm going to go. And I'm going on saying that right now. She's no, gonna be the biggest thing ever. I'm going on a limb right now, Booking Black. We're talking Booking Black. Bianca Belair, I believe, is going to be the next black megastar uh-huh. in wrestling. I'm going on to say that she is going to take what we say about Sasha Rock S. And I think Bianca in wrestling is going to be the next thing. That's awesome. Like she's going to be the next thing. And I'm uh-huh. not sure how box office is going to, because we already see Sasha and Mandalorian and uh-huh. shit like that. But as far as in ring. Bianca is going to take what we think of Cesaro and she's going to shatter that. Yeah. And, and that is... and so Cesaro's I, still a super freak because himself. Yes, but, but that's what I mean. Yeah, but Bianca's, she's going to take yeah. that super freak list yeah. and she's going to be able to have the, 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 the people to, see, to, to, yeah. to take it and, yeah, and, and take it to the go, top. Yep, yeah. That's that. Bianca, she's, she's going to win a rumble. Yeah. Bianca's going to win a rumble. Sasha, Bianca, WrestleMania, I'm going to be there. Sasha's gonna win a rumble. I mean, Sasha's gonna win the title. Sasha's gonna have the run that she's never had in in the E. She's gonna win a title and she's gonna hold it. She's gonna defend it. She's gonna hold it. She's gonna make stay on the standard, and it's gonna be the standard, the boss versus the EST SmackDown Championship on WrestleMania. That would be fucking fire, bro. I hope they don't hot shot Bianca then. I hope that she gets to just, you know, work it with Bailey for a little bit. You know, have a few with her in, in the mid card, I guess, on the women's roster. Maybe uh, go out there and <clears throat> do some tag team work, and then win the Royal Rumble. No, this is this. Is, I, I don't even see her doing that. This is how this is how I see her getting there. Bianca is gonna make. Bianca already said on Talking Smack she's looking to see who's gonna win the title. Sasha's going to win a title. Yeah. Bianca's going to want to step up. I want to keep her away from Sasha. Bailey's going to interfere. So we're going to have Bailey, Bianca, number one contendership heading into that royal uh that 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 uh that uh that stage. TLC Bailey's going Be- yeah. Bailey's going to win. Yeah. Bailey's going to get a rematch to face Sasha. Sasha at Royal Rumble. Bianca's going to then be in the Rumble match. Bianca's gonna win the Rumble match because they always gotta lose yeah. to build it up. Bianca's gonna win the Rumble. Bianca's, Bianca's gonna go for Sasha. That's gonna ha- that's how it's gonna be. That's go- that's, oh, that's, that's how it's gonna be. Book and black. You said Book it. and black, man. Yeah, you said it, man. Off and running with it, man. Yeah. Off to the races, man. I, honestly, that's perfect. I mean, we see the potential in that that marquee match. I see the potential in uh obviously Bianca. Uh so shout out to everyone and shout out to Bianca Belair. She's killing it. Um, she, we just saw her talking smack. She seems like she's ready. 
Yeah, she she's ready. Um, the match against Selena was, you know, um, you know, a showcase. Selena Vega. Um, and speaking of SmackDown, let's just roll into SmackDown, um, and talk about the next. Uh, I would say the hottest thing right now in wrestling. Um, the 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 how you pronounce their last name? The Anawahi. 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 Yo, this family is. I know Cody got the long interest in the wrestling <laughs> prince, <laughs> the prince of wrestling. Listen, the Rose got a name, the Flair got a name. I don't even, damn, I don't even know how. I hope we got that shit on camera, man. My shit was off for a minute. Uh, uh, the Rose got a name, the Flair got a name, uh-huh. the Rotundas got a name, but nigga, no, that family right there, nigga. And what 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 Heyman did to highlight that family in WWE, as far as being mainstays, as being the backbone, as far yeah. as that company feeding that entire fucking mm-hmm. village, was phenomenal storytelling for the simple fact that Yokozuna was that guy. Yeah, he was. And for a long time, I thought that nigga was Japanese. Did not know that nigga was Samoan. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. shout out to fucking Bruce Pritchard out there, nigga. Fantastic work, nigga. So he, it's so like so we got we got Yokozuna doing that Rikishi. for for a minute. We got Rikishi. Wild Samoans, man. Listen, uh, and drinkers. then '96 comes, and Jr. told us, and we see it all the time, nigga. Oh, that's gonna be the next. Uh, that's gonna be a blue. That's gonna be a this. Jr. told us like that's gonna be the future of wrestling. That's that right there is a blue breaker, uh-huh. a blue blood, blue, blue chip. a blue chipper, blue chip prospect. Blue, listen, that nigga took in two years, from '96 to '98, and that nigga has been astronomical ever since, nigga. The Rock has been fucking feeding his family damn there two decades. Rock did it, man. Like, Rock took, it. He took that ceiling and he and he smashed that shit, you know. So and. and and it, you gotta hand it to Rock, cause we he you know about standing on people's shoulders. I mean, if you said you know feeding, that's why I love this story so much. Feeding the family, feeding like bringing being the head of the table. Who's who's who has that seat in WWE? It's a prophetic, but it's a real thing. You know, like it's, it's, it's so. I think that I wonder if Paul Heyman wasn't in WWE, if Vince would have seen this. No, and I don't think he would have seen no. it without Paul. No, I think that no. Paul would give Roman the rub every single time he faced with Brock, and he would talk about his family, and he got that over. Roman, I think Roman didn't even know this because, again, Paul has been there. Yeah. Like, Paul managed Alpha and Sika. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Paul saw Roman... And he has the honor for their family. Exactly. He respects it. And then when we talk about, you got to hand it to the Rock. No, 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 no. Roman got to hand it to The Rock because The Rock handed it to him. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Rocky groomed Roman to the fact that R- Roman took almost the same path as, as Rock as playing college football. You, you're good, but you're, you're good to be there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's 150 people on a team, and there's 53 people on the NFL team, so it's going to be really hard for you. to You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when Rocky saw Roman... At Georgia Tech, I'm pretty sure he was like, I, I know, I know who can take this man to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at that time, nobody on that family tree was on the radar. I mean, yeah. we had Manga, but God rest his soul, you know what I mean? 
but nobody really was on that yeah. trajectory. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that what's cool about the Shield, and I think that we don't recognize sometimes that. And I know you're not a big fan of Dean or John Moxley, but I feel like they're all a talents that could run. I mean, mm. he's doing it. I think they're all a talents. I'm not, not a fan of Dean, and we'll get to AEW. Right. I'm not not a. I'm not not a fan of Dean. Let let's let let me. I am just not a fan of Dean as Dean. Dean, I'm sorry, Moxley. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of Moxley as Moxley. I feel like Moxley, aimless, with no direction, is a bad story. The Lunatic Fringe, I'm sorry, to, to go off on a tangent, when he had direction with Seth, A money. Yeah. Even when he had direction with Bray Wyatt, A money. The match with Ro- the, the story with Roman, A money. You want to say that, oh, you know, they didn't let John Moxley off the leash in WWE and all that stuff. But you you grounded him with that lunatic French character. Yes, it was it was a character that he had to go out there and play. But it grounded him. Right now he's aimlessly in AEW, and I think that's where your problem is. Like you don't feel like there's a direction with him. It's just John Moxley the champion. Exactly, and I think <coughs> I think Eddie Kingston's bringing that you know out right. of him though. And that's what and that goes back to Roman too, right? I didn't like Roman Cena esque. Yeah. He needs to be that, his own that was exactly, and that was his trajectory. Listen, only so many people can be Hogan. Yeah, Hogan even could, Hogan couldn't even be Hogan. Uh-huh. Nigga. Hogan had to switch it. Cena has done Hogan better than Hogan. I'll tell you right now, for whatever you want to say, this era of our age range, our age bracket, what you're doing with Roman Reigns is exactly what is what you should be doing with him. What they're yes. doing with him is what he should have been this entire time. Yeah. Is because that's him. He's going out there and just being himself, and and we got to respect him for it. You know, you, you just have to respect him for it. Uh, and you can sense it. It's more, like, it's, it's energy into this thing. You know, that, there's something with his promos where it just wasn't authentic. Y'all writing for him, maybe. And, you know, sometimes he had a great promo. Sometimes he had really, really bad ones. Right now, it seems like there's no effort. There's no effort in what Roman and does. And you know why there's no effort? Again, it goes back to the storytelling. It can't be no effort when it's the family. You see what I'm saying? When niggas like, yo, like, listen, it's it's real life. Yeah. Roman stroking his dick in front of the. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm that and nigga. Real niggas ain't finna. Nigga, what? <laughs> Even if you is the chief, you can't act like that, which is a great yeah. undertelling to the story. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. a lot of niggas was like, "Yo, Oos, like I'm glad to see you black. I'm glad to see you champion. But why you hook up with Paul?" And Roman was like, "Listen, dog, my business ain't your business." And then, but clearly, your business is my business if you're the chief. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? So it's a contradiction to that. And I, I feel like sometimes in my house too, like nigga, yeah. if I'm the listen, nigga, my business ain't your business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then wife would be like, "Nah, nigga, your business." <laughs> It's my motherfucking business. Uh-huh. So, you know... I didn't get the storyline at first for the first two weeks, but I said give it time, mm-hmm. and I did. And then, he obviously, Roman said give it time, too. They're, they're cooking uh, filet mignon, mignon on, yeah, on there. Man. And it really is filet mignon. Like, I, I, it's a Hell in a Cell match that I think matters and should be in a Hell in a Cell match. This the first Hell in a Cell match in the longest time that I feel deserves oh, a Hell in a Cell match. Man, it feels great. And I'm not going to lie, man. Listen... I think Roman and Russo deserve to be in the Hell in a Cell. 
I think Roman and Bray deserve to be in Hell in a Cell. Roman and Bray was. I right. think Roman and fucking Braun could should have uh, you know you know deserve if okay. they would have told it the right way. Yeah. Roman right now and and Jay Uso are bringing back the essence yes. of Hell in a Cell, alongside of our earlier feud, Bailey and Sasha. Mm-hmm. Like this pay per view. Seems like this is meant for blow off feuds. Thank God we're talking about blow-off feuds. <laughs> Randy and Drew McIntyre. If these niggas don't get the fuck on, nigga. Oh, nigga. Bruh. Yeah, I don't vibe. know how Bruh. long I could They're killing my vibe with this. Randy. 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 Randa. I think he, he's like a... He, he, Randy should be used <laughs> in strikes. Like, you know, obviously he's Randy. He's already a legend, but... He strikes, nigga, he goes out, he, he goes away. He should be like um, he strikes, a Rondo's Chapman, nigga. Coming in and throw 100 miles an hour and then get the fuck on, nigga. Yeah. Do RKO, get out the way, nigga. Like, Randy does not need... Once Randy loses... It works with Edge because I think there was a story to be told there. There's not a story to be told with Drew. It's just fighting. Yeah. It's just fighting, so... And it's, it's interrupting it's, what my beef is, what I feel. I know you tuned in earlier, you know what I mean? It's interrupting... My argument of me winning the argument because I think Keith Lee was brought up with the plan. Okay. I think Keith Lee was brought up with a plan, but Randy's just in the fuck away. If they, if he was brought up with a plan, they wouldn't be going with Randy. They would have already. Nah, I think, I think they I think they have a plan to have, let him simmer I, until until the draft. That's what they did. Well, I well see that's the, uh, so no no I honestly I feel like once. Once wrestling Twitter diluted the messaging uh-huh. with Keith, they pulled back on him. When it was the gear, when it was the music, when ah. it was the dropping the NXT title, when no, you know, when when it was, because he came up and faced Randy Orton. Yeah, and he won. He won, which would have then put him in line. With Drew and him and Drew actually had a match that was interrupted by Randy, yeah. which we would have thought would have been the triple. But, but I then think, they went off into this Braun thing, which was then that's like okay, you guys, but, where, where are you going? And I yeah. th- and again, this is and that's, that's why, where they lost me. And I think this that's because of not so. I'm not gonna say the masses because I don't know how many mm-hmm. of it, but I think that plays a part. I think those voices of like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And not enjoying the fact of we're getting Keith Lee or we got Keith Lee intertwined in because Raw's. I'm, the- I'm gonna have to go with Phil this and say that, and I'm gonna you know as I thought they had a plan too, but I'll give him his credit. I feel like they didn't have a plan now because with Keith Lee, if you knew what you had, if you had him beat Randy Orton, and then you have him in a few with Drew McIntyre where you're getting some links with him. You would think that you would. I think that they're blind with Randy or oh, he's a marquee name. Put him in the house. And that's what. And that's what you I'm know? saying. That's, and not, that's Keith, not. That's not Keith Lee's fault. That's not his fault though. No. And that's not the fault to the plan either. But their plan was to go Randy Orton. Somebody's mm-hmm. there saying no. We're going Randy Orton. Going into Hell in a Cell. Uh, but uh, listen, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna say. Okay. I'll concede the same. They had a plan, and they're not going forward with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that they didn't have a plan, period. Okay. Because that was then, like, look at NXT. You can't tell me that they didn't have a foresight of what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. 
unfortunately, there has been a lot of shit happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not like you can't compare. Those are apples to oranges situation to where I think that they had a plan and they can't go forward their plan. I think this goes back to Vinnie Mac again when we're talking again. Vince changed the music. Vince changed the outfit. Vince made the decision to bring him up. Yeah. So with that being said, all that shit was rejected. Those were all, all of those things seem to be Vince's rejections online. And then now so he, got, he goes and, back and down. And then he lost to Braun Strowman this week. So I get why people were, he's like, yeah, he's right. Because like now you have him losing with the low blows. You didn't like that shit either, right? I did not like that shit. And, I, and, and again, I think this goes That's back. not a plan. That's just, hey, now you're facing Braun. And I think, again, this is our fault. This is not our fault. <laughs> Bruh, listen. If, okay, no, okay, peep game. This is my logic in It this. could be. I mean, that, I this is, this is my logic. Keith comes up on Raw. Instead of Keith getting unanimous praise of Keith Lee being on Raw going against Randy Orton, the whole two weeks, my nigga, it made Keith Lee come out and say something on Twitter. Remember? Keith Lee had to come up like, guys, the music is not a big deal. Yeah. Guys, I picked the gear. It's not yeah. a big deal. Uh-huh. That was so loud. Yeah. It was actually. So we threw water on that fire. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like that. That is present, us. Presentation matters. Yes. Yeah. So, presentation matters. But yeah. listen, and when we and when we don't get what we when, want, when, when when we vocalize that they're gonna pull back on certain yeah. things, like oh, okay, they don't like this. Yeah. But I feel like he had great moments with Drew already. I feel, I feel like he had great moments. But once, once you, know, you like, do, once you do, and it's, there's no live crowds anymore. All they can listen to is the online well, shit. So exactly, and you talking about somebody again? We are talking about somebody who's as egotistical as Vince. We're not going to bypass that. Mm-hmm. Vince said, "I'm gonna bring this guy up," because Trips said, "Hey, I think right." Trips had a plan with Cross, mm-hmm. so Trips like, "Yeah, we gotta get this. We gotta get the title off of Keith." But next back thing for Keith is to go up. I think we can like, you know, yeah. I think it was legitimate. Like, yo, we can do this. Let's do this. Let's introduce him this way. Yeah. Because if they didn't have a plan for Keith, we've seen what happened to Shinsuke. Yeah. Shinsuke came up, had the cool interest, had the cool fucking gear, and then his first two yeah. matches was with Dolph. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, I think, you know. So, so, so I gave him that victory just keep, to keep him simmering. And I, think, and I think with the Braun situation... I think with the Braun situation, this is going to, I think, prepare him for the turn, the double, well, not the double turn, but this is going to prepare him for him to be the top babyface because I don't believe Drew can be that. So when Drew bypasses Randy, when Randy takes Drew through hell, right, Keith is in this big E moment where uh, I think the Braun Strowman, the low blow, if you saw the backstage interview with Keith and he was like, I am. Look like you know what I mean. Like he showed that. Okay. I think he's gonna beat the shit out of Braun, definitively get that back, and I think he'll be in position yeah. to be with Drew McIntyre. So I think him and Keith. I mean, I think Keith and Drew was just delayed a bit. Okay. I, like I think that. it was delayed a bit. I want to um, uh, pivot a little bit. Um, just random because that's just in my head right now. Survivor Series. Do you think we're gonna get? Uh, Sasha, Oscar, <clears throat> and Io, or Sasha, Oscar, and Candice. Sasha, Oscar, and Candice. Sasha, Oscar, and Io would 
freaking be wild. I know, but my thing is, Candace can't lose she can't to lose. Io. Yeah, she can't lose. She can't lose to Io. She can't lose. But I, I think I know what you're. I know what you're trying to get to, but I think at that moment, Io needs to be called up. Yeah, yeah, Io should be called up. I, I, I think that's about time. Um, yeah, we get her. I think, I think, I think Io, I think Io can be called up. And I think, and so would she go to Raw or SmackDown? She go to Raw. Io and Oscar. We'll just just give it to us. Just <laughs> get just give it to us. We just give it to us. I think yeah. I think Io makes her debut Take in the Oscar. Rumble. If Io takes out Oscar, that'll be lit. I think Io makes. I think I think. Now this is me going. Io makes. Her debut at the Rumble, attacking Oscar after she defeats whoever she defeats. Maybe she eliminates Oscar, or, or Oscar's going to be the title winner. She, I think Oscar should hold this. Oscar holds the title. Uh-huh. Oscar beats whoever. Oscar, nobody's ready for Oscar yeah, ready. except uh-huh. for Io. Uh huh. So Oscar wins Ooh. her. Oscar the wins. coming back. Fuck. Yes, Oscar beats Charlotte. Uh, finally, definitively, okay. Okay. Oscar beats Charlotte. Io comes in. Attacks fucking Oscar. There's no way they're not putting the title on Australia, I feel like. No, 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 no. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. Charlotte Sha- gotta get the fuck Yo, out the if they put the title on Australia. Hey, I think that's right. I think that I would go with that. She beats, um, beats, uh, she beats Charlotte at Royal Rumble in a match, you know, Charlotte at Royal Rumble, Oscar, Charlotte at Royal Rumble. And then you set up EO and Oscar, but then what the hell is Charlotte doing? Going into WrestleMania. I mean, Charlotte going into WrestleMania. At the end of the day, Charlotte can be an integral part in assisting new talent. Real Ripley. Listen, no, listen. I think right now we're booking the women. I think Rhea comes up and she debuts in the Rumble. Okay. Charlotte and Rhea can be. Not on the card, but that can be a feud. Huh? Yeah, I think that I mean, can hold you know, over. I'll tell you right that now. That can hold over for I, sure. I'll tell you right now. I am interested in a, a, a Charlotte Rhea two part two. I am I'm Charlotte Rhea on Raw. That can be the under to Io Oscar, and we got Sasha and Bianca. All right, all right. What's next, man? Woo! Shit, that's fire right that's there. That's good. That's good. That's fire right there, man. Brother, WrestleMania looking fire in Tampa, nigga. <laughs> I'm not sure we're gonna get all that, but like, well, I mean, we're booking right still, now. There's still NXT that, that they got to book, so they might keep one of those two. Nah, I think right now NXT. Now, when you talk about NXT, I guess we can go. Is there anything we need to cover else on Mondays or on Fridays? If it, if it, if it'll come up if it comes up. Okay, so let's go ahead and move to Wednesdays yeah. right now. When it comes to, and we're gonna get into AW like we promised. When it comes to NXT. I believe that that women's division, if Candice wins the title, can go as far as they allow this Gargano thing. And I know that's going to, I know that would mean the North American Championship will have to be on par with the NXT Championship because then we'll have to see more, you know, Johnny and Candice. But I think realistically, Candice and Johnny can elevate, not NXT, but elevate the underbelly of NXT. You know what I mean? Like, Johnny against uh, Bronson Reed was slapped at Wear for a title. 
Johnny versus uh, 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 who else is in that? Uh, 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 Timothy Thatcher mm-hmm. will fucking go crazy for the North That was a great segment on, on NXT. Timothy Thatcher, the Thatcher Thatch came live. I fuck with that. That was dope. Yo, Thatcher's one of the illest niggas alive right now yeah. in this wrestling shit, yeah. right? Like, yeah. and I think with the right, because I think Thatcher and Johnny aren't the greatest talkers, but are some of the best storytellers in the ring. Yeah. But they still work on the mic. It's not like they're like bad. Exactly. They still work exactly. on the mic. They're not, that, like, they're not the charismatic guy. So but if, I think that... I, honestly, I think I'm, I don't like comparing people, but I think that year is a little bit better than Cesaro. I feel like he, on the mic, you know? Oh, no, on the mic yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And I think that's what... And, and that's I, what's going to keep him that's like, gonna you know? Keep, yeah. He's going to be a, he's gonna be a threat always. Now, now, with that being said... So we have the North American or mid card, right? So we know Johnny can handle it. We're talking about this woman division. How you said they're gonna need Rhea or Io to stay. I think they're gonna do some signings, man. I don't know who. I think right now Candace and Ember. Um, hold on, yeah, let me get that on. Yeah, let me get that on camera right now. You're right. I they think bring, Candace and Ember. Tony Storm and brought Tony. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Yo, Tony Storm and Ember. Who the fuck? I know they ain't Kevin Dunn, nigga. I know it's your bitch ass, nigga. Who's the producer for fucking NXT? Nigga? Whoever produced NXT, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, oh, yeah. I am officially a Tony Storm fan. I, I've been. I, nigga. I've been <laughs> but uh, yes, I, I believe that bringing in those two women really does make it feel like they can bring up possibly Rhea and Io, if yes. possible. So you're right. So I think they can hold it down and hold on for it. They put the title on either Ember and Tony. And I think that will look. I would love to see Ember versus Tony. So, like, I. I'm, I'm I so, think Candace. I'm, I'm excited Candace, for Candace, Candace beats, being a piece of that. Candace beats Ia. Candace beats Ia. Ember wants Candace, so Ember goes through Ia. Ia bounces. Ember Candace. We're gonna have Candace and probably you know somebody in between, like yeah, mm-hmm. somebody like a Mercedes Martinez. No, 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 just yeah, 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 And it's like, women's division is about to be lit again. Yeah. And, One and, more game. I mean, it, it, it's been lit, but it's it's gonna, it's gonna be lit again, and I can't wait to see it. Um, yeah, drop the bomb. Yeah, you know what I mean. We here. Um, yeah. So shout out to Finn. Yeah, shout out to Finn. Yo, get, get well, well soon, my nigga. You feel me? God damn, that jaw's puffy. Yeah, I mean. Oh, speaking. Listen, speaking of niggas who can't talk. Nigga, I disputed. God Nigga, they gotta bring an Adam Cole via goddamn iPhone stand, nigga. <laughs> Bro, I told you Bobby Fish could talk though. Nigga, they gave Roddy. Roddy uh huh. Yep. They gave that nigga that line, nigga. The, the Billy Gunn line, nigga. Like, they just. Hey, get that nigga the Billy Gunn treatment, nigga. Listen, oh, Roddy's my favorite. Shit, nigga. My, Roddy's my favorite. But uh, honestly, I think that Adam Cole, obviously, he's a talker. And I think Bobby could talk, too. Bobby has a... How seems unnatural when he talks? I think that's his quirk. Which... Depend, like... It, okay, it, it works as a baby. It doesn't work as a... It doesn't... I mean... If you're a bad, like I know Kyle's a, I know Kyle's a legit badass, but I don't think that's Kyle. I think Kyle's always gonna be a baby, even if he only's a heel. Yeah, I think he's just one of those guys that <laughs> he's always a baby, even if he's a heel. Kind of like Adam Cole, but Kyle is um when he's a heel, he's a badass who's just funny, you know. 
he, like just his antics, you know. And he's sell his sell his selling. But when he's um a face, you just want to root for the guy, you know. I think what they're doing right now with Undisputed is cool. Speaking of, they they dropped the title. I mean, um, Breeze Angle dropped the titles to one two, one two. Only uh, Larkin and Danny Burt. Shout out to them. Congratulations. You guys have earned it. Yo, they've been around for a minute. And I've been telling you, they need to turn heel. And I'm glad we got to see it. Yo, with that being said, bro, I ain't really feeling the Pat McAfee deal. You feel me? Like, I'm not really feeling the Pat McAfee situation involved with it. Just for the simple fact that, like, what the fuck he got to do with them? He doesn't. I mean, the reason they lost Rich Holland, so um, the they still going with the angle they wrote. About to pull on my, about to get on my safari <laughs> real quick. You know what I mean, they're, they're going with the angle they wrote for Rich Holland, and uh, you know, get well soon, Rich Holland. I feel for NXT right now. They lost a couple of people. Everybody's injured. Everybody's Jeez, out. You know, um, that hurt. People, you just sent people to, to get called up. So at this point, they're in the place of complete transition. It's October, two full moons. Uh, shout out to astrology, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I feel like we um, we're in a shift with NXT, but I feel like there's a lot of moving pieces right now. So you get the Pat McAfee thing coming back, and this is going to be this ongoing thing between Pat McAfee and Undisputed Era, where he he's a troll, he's a troll for them when they're when they're baby faces. <sighs> with that being said, Wednesday was a decent show for NXT. But Wednesday was a pretty good show for AEW. Yes. I, AEW was my second favorite Until show. Until I got to talk about it. Because I know a lot of these white motherfuckers talking about it. Like, it's the greatest thing ever. Like, y'all ain't see Wale and New Day and Usos have a rap battle, you bitch ass <laughs> niggas. Y'all going to say this motherfucking musical is the best thing y'all niggas have seen? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Y'all niggas don't know about getting rated R like Xavier Woods, nigga. Yo, um, I don't know what the fuck that was. That was a fever dream for me. Um, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. But I, I asked the question to myself, has Chris Jericho jumped the shark? But then again, I, then I go online and I'm like, oh, I guess he's not. Because <laughs> people fucking fuck with that shit. Me, I, it's just not for me. Um, but I feel like Chris Jericho is, is a integral part in AEW. And what he's doing with MJF, you know, I feel like the best part about it is that you get to get over MJF in a different light. And he's been just giving gifts to get over people. He's working with everybody young. He worked with uh, uh, Orange Cassidy. He worked with, uh, I believe he worked with Darby Allen. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so like, uh, yeah, he's working with these people. And he's, and he's get, getting them English, working with Private Party even. So, like, I like what Kajerno's doing for that from that standpoint. Getting these guys to perform and getting them over in a way that, you know, we get their characters. You know, we get get them on the mic a little bit more. But do we though? Because listen, a lot. Listen, Orange Cassidy. I feel you now. Orange Cassidy, I would say, ain't more over than he was when he got into a feud with Jericho. I think he is. Ah, nah, not no, not no fucking mimosa match. I think the it wasn't the match. It was just his his debate. The cachet. No, I think the debate got him over, and I believe. The matches he uh, had with Cody recently, uh, and 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 Brody, but, those two matches he's had. But that's really, what I'm saying, Brody. And, that's what I'm saying, Brody. If we're talking, okay. But the Cody match was great too. But this is what I'm saying. 
That's what, that's my point. Orange Cassidy ain't no over than he was when he got with Jericho because Orange Cassidy got over when he went with Brody and Orange Cassidy got over when he went with Cody. Orange Cassidy ain't over because of Jericho. I think I think that's when he first talked. I mean, if, I, if I'm watching him, like seeing the trajectory of how he came in, I do think that it got him over to a point. Not that he's the best thing in AEW. Nah, but I, got, like, it, 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 I think working with Chris Jericho gave him some legs as far as the ways to tell a, and pay off to a match, you know, and, and that, and he actually talked for the first time in that debate, and it was an interesting, you know, transition for him because it was a, it was a, a pivotal moment for his character. I, I if you're paying attention, no, now, if you I, watch it, no, I mean, with that being said, I hear you on that, but I don't even, again. You said has Jericho dropped the shot, nigga. I thought that when he fucking came in. So like, when we're talking about him being intric, like, I don't think like. Niggas like Dean Ambrose is my best. Uh, uh, niggas gonna say Dean Ambrose is my most favorite AEW champion. Like it's only been more than two. Nigga. You know what I mean? Like it's, no, I said that Dean. I said that you have a problem with Dean. No, not you. But I'm, oh. I'm saying online. Online, a oh, lot of people. Just, oh yeah, people say that. Yeah, they're like I mean, are those crazy, John, John, crazy I mean, AEW fans? But I, no, I'm just. I'm, well, my point to that is Jericho. Again, I know you're saying the cashier of Jericho. Jericho as their first champion, I feel like did, but did not do what it needed to do. For the simple fact of what we're seeing, who Jericho is. Jericho ain't just become who he was with MJF. That nigga came into the company that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, outside of... Yeah, I wouldn't have put the title on outside, that. That's what I'm saying. Outside of Alpha and Omega... Where he literally told the story, but looked bad. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, nigga, can Jericho go? Did mm-hmm. he jump the shark mm-hmm. as an athlete, as, yeah. a, as a wrestler? You know, his mind yeah, and stuff is there. The, his mind is there. His mind is there, but that's my point. Coming but I, into But a, him even being intertwined with these wrestlers gets them to learn. Their, and and I, the thing about what, what's cool about Jericho is, yes, he's always been this gimmick. You know, gimmicky guy where... It's always a skit, or you know, you know, or it's a played out, you know, act. And I think wrestling deserves that aspect. What I get with AEW is that when they give me too much of that in the show, if you give me that once, I'm good. But if you see that, oh, now Young Bucks is doing this crazy antic thing, and then you have the Dark Order doing some crazy antic so thing, my, and then on top of that, you got Chris Jericho so doing some crazy antic. So my thing is, ain't that I get, ain't that WWE? Huh? Is it that WWE? No, I think AEW is starting to shape himself into a different show than WWE. I, I know, but what I'm asking is. I see this. When the antics come on and you're an alternative, you're just an alternative with your antics? Yeah. Okay. But so everything's going to happen. No, no, no. Everything's going to hit. Now, with that being said, though, this is, what, this is my point. Who did Jericho beat to become the first champion? Jericho. Was it Cody? I think it was, uh, I think it was Kenny Omega or. Nigga, I don't know. Hey, man, Page. Hangman Page was a tournament, yeah. So, Jericho. Damn, I shouldn't have to say that. But I should have. I shouldn't know. But 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 this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Jericho didn't make Hangman Page. He did not. He did not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he did okay. He did not. Okay. <laughs> Jericho didn't help elevate Orange Cassidy. I think he did. I think he did. Jericho will hold back MJF. <laughs> Nigga, that's the trajectory of Jericho. Here's what I feel like should happen. 
after all this, if the inner circle doesn't become MGF's group, it's a lost cause. He needs to become the leader, and he needs to like take over this group, backstab this nigga, like kill him, like you know, and do some real cold shit. He needs to take the gimmick, and he needs to lamb base Chris Jericho on the mic, like cut him to shreds. He needs to hire me to write this. <laughs> hire Chris I, to write the promo. I will. F- I got it. I, listen, <laughs> you flubber body, thin hair Van Halen wannabe motherfucker. Listen. <laughs> Fozzy wasn't shit, never will be shit, and never ain't shit, nigga. Only people reason why these niggas know Judas is because they're trying to get your fucking autograph. They don't want your autograph, bitch. I'm MJF, and I'm better than you. Motherfucker. Hey. If he said that, that the internet would go wild. The internet would go crazy. You're like, oh, pipe bomb. The pipe bomb. <laughs> nigga. So I think honestly, with that being said, Jericho is a legend in his own right. Jericho is a pioneer in his own right. Jericho is the exact same thing that we put Booker T in. Uh-huh. But when we talk about greatest of our generations, I then elevate Daniel Bryan as probably the greatest of my like his ability yeah, to be he's, relevant he's, to stay going to to, to he does it his own way man and, and I, I respect it like as Jericho do but yeah. I mean but but Dane yeah. Brian Brian Danielson American Dragon made his way created his way that yes thing took over beyond belief uh-huh the, you know the the injury the perseverance like all of that I, you know and the fact that I can put Jericho's in-ring stuff and Daniel Bryan's in-ring stuff, and I know we got Jericho's longevity, 30 years of wrestling. Uh-huh. It ain't like he liger. Yeah. You I feel mean, me? I mean, at the end of the day, I, I feel like Jericho, his time's coming to the end of his wrestling run. Yes. And AEW and setting the foundation would be one of his biggest accomplishments. Yes. You know, so I, so I got to give him his respect yes. for that matter. And I'm gonna leave it there because honestly, I'm not. He, he's not always been my favorite thing, but there was a time where he was like my favorite guy, as like just everything he did hit. He just, it's just, I mean, it is what it is now. But then again, we're seeing Ricky Morton still wrestle, and he's having phenomenal matches. You know, yo, so, shout out to fucking Ricky. <laughs> shout out Morton. to Ricky Morton. You know, so I'm not here to to say anybody to end their career or anything like that. Because I see what the benefits are of him being there in AEW. But Ricky Morton ain't full-time in it either. So that's my thing. Like, yeah. my point is, like, and I know Ricky Morton is just playing the hits, whatever the case may be. And I don't expect Jericho to be at spring break anytime soon. But, hey, you never know. Um, Jericho, I feel, isn't necessarily... I feel like you think that... I, I think, and that's the difference. You feel like he's helping because of his cachet. I feel like he's hurting because he's not Jericho. I feel like I feel like he could be better. Put it that way. I feel like definitely Jericho when he's on, he's on. And I for but if he, if he's hitting on certain things that I think he's not, I can't I can't I can't say it's not working. I thought it was a fever dream, but people are saying it's like the musical shit is the best thing ever. You know, but they had some great matches on that show. You know, Penta and Phoenix. Penta and Phoenix was fucking phenomenal. Yo, shout out to the cleaner, my guy. Yes. 
the custodian out here. Yes. Yo, Kenny I, Omega, the new entrance. Yo, I, that loved shit was whack. Okay, that's no, cool, I loved it. I loved it. I think I liked the, like the eighties. Two thousand seventeen like, wrestler of the year, Dave Meltzer, <laughs> only six time world I, think, I mean, tag team. Or, Kitty. I think it's different. I think it's different. I just don't like everybody's interest being long. The cleaner, Omega. They should cut down Cody's entrance and 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 keep. Kenny Omega's the same length. Nigga, Cody interest is just uh, seven minutes of fireworks, nigga. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't even know what it is. music. It's just. <laughs> crazy, yo. I'm like, God damn, okay, we get it. Cody Rose is here. Yeah. Um, but yes, they had a, uh, Penta and Phoenix killed it. Um, that tells me much. I love the storytelling in the match. Like, oh. it's just, they, Penta and Phoenix are Legit, two of my favorite wrestlers in the world. We gotta talk about that tag team match, man. Did you see that nigga? I don't know his name. I apologize. Fuck it, you know. He got knocked out. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> but, but yes, I saw that. <laughs> the nigga took a move and was like damn near paralyzed on the ring. You gotta go back and watch. I, I saw the it. gif. It's it's uh he does he does um he does the um it's the move where private party does the double move the leg drop and the uh the splash like the uh-huh. Hardy Boys. I think the leg drop caught him a little bit and the nigga was just like this oh. nigga like like dead ass couldn't move and them niggas went on with the match. <laughs> I don't mean that, but dumb niggas that ass went on with the match where a nigga pulled him to the corner and tagged him, nigga, because hold on, nigga, hold on, but then, but then, but then, the Bucks needed to get their shit in, nigga, and hit him with a nigga, and fucking did the bulldog, nigga, that nigga was, it was like a corpse, nigga. <laughs> oh, shit. And I hope you're okay. I don't know who you are, but I hope you good, my G. <laughs> nigga, I think it was one of the Dark Order niggas, yo. Like, Dark Order. Y'all ain't got names for a reason. You feel me? Like, y'all number... Oh, shit. Y'all like Disciple 4 and 3 and shit. You know what I mean? So, like, I think it was like number 8. I don't oh, know. Oh, my God. Please. But that nigga was... That nigga was hurt, bro. Gang shit. So y'all be y'all, yeah. Gang shit. Yeah, oh, man. Shit. Y'all, yo, y'all, y'all. That's yo. hilarious. Um, shout out to the Dark Order kids. Um, I hope you're okay. <laughs> I hope you're okay. <laughs> I really do, cause um, that shit's scary. Um, I I think I did notice it, but I thought that they kept going. That oh, he must be all right. Bro, and the I just, ref ain't even check on that nigga, bro. <laughs> the ref ain't even grab that nigga. <laughs> he ain't got that nigga hand or nothing, bro. <laughs> they just kept going, bro. It's Rufus oh out there, God. man. Yo, yo, hey, yo. Okay, before we get out of here, AW, <laughs> I'm so fucked. The so best fucked thing in AW, my nigga Eddie Kingston, <laughs> oh, yo. God. My nigga Eddie Kingston, bro. Listen, you the last of the trifecta, fam. Yeah. You the last of the trifecta. We got MVP on. We got low key on, my G. Listen, we can pull up, we'll bring the, I don't know if they, fuck it. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> we here with it. You know what I mean? We'll get you some piss of AEW on that shit. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. Yo, we trying to we trying to link. We want to get you on. You are a legend, my guy. Yeah. Yo, you niggas though. Desmond Xavier, yo, talks about you. Revere, like yo, you are a king around these parts, my G. For real, for real. And what you doing right now, AEW, is bringing that shit. It's fucking brilliant, yo. Bro. My nigga, you know what I mean? I know, I know what side say you family. You feel me? So, I got the, you know, what side? We here, man. You know what I mean? What side? Eddie boop, Kingston. Reasonable wrestling. Pull up, nigga. You know what I mean? For Shit. Real, bro. I think that Eddie Kingston right now needs to make the John Moxley tap out. No, John won't tap. John, John will do the Austin I'll shit. I'll make him quit. John, John's going to do the Austin shit. John's John's gonna lose the title. How Eddie lost the match? I'm booking that. But it's an I quit match. It's, that's it's not gonna matter. What's gonna happen is Eddie's gonna put him in the dog choke. The John's gonna not tap, but the ref's gonna stop the match. Eddie's gonna be champion. I love this match. I love, I love what they're doing with these guys. Or if it just or if John right. doesn't or if John doesn't tap, Eddie wins. But John keeps the title, which would which would extend okay. the fucking okay. feud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I either mean, either way, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love, I'm sold for for full gear because of this match. I'm not even I'm not even joking. This match, along with the uh, hopefully the Hangman Page Kenny match, um, then we have uh, Young Bucks and, and uh, FTR. Yo, full gear's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope, you know. So I feel like I definitely am definitely sold, and I'm, I'm tuning in. Uh, I'm gonna support AEW with that show because they definitely booked a really nice show coming up. So John Moxley, Eddie Kingston. I said that they needed somebody on the level of John of, of John Moxley, and they found one in Eddie Kingston. Yeah, and I feel like he deserves to be AEW champion with the performances that he's putting on on the mic. The, the just the authenticity. And what he brings to the whole show, it's different than everybody else. And I feel like it deserves that spot as AEW champion. Um, if not if not now, very soon. You know, because he's that guy. <coughs> One thing AEW needs to do better than what WWE does, they need to identify when the iron is hot. Yeah. And strike. That's a good point. <coughs> Excuse me. We smoke good weed up here. With that being said, Eddie Kingston being on the fucking top of his game. I know a lot of people say you don't get <coughs> niggas don't deserve shit. You work for it, yada yada yada. Listen, Eddie deserves it. Eddie being Eddie Eddie grinding. With WWE being the only kind of wrestling mainstay on television, yeah. the land of sports entertainment, as he calls it, knowing that he will never make it, he's that guy. He's he's he, AEW. He, he, he's he's AEW. He's AEW. He's AEW. He is the alternative. Eddie Kingston is the alternative. There you go. AEW needs Eddie Kingston because Eddie Kingston is who John Moxley. Can't be. He is. No, he's who John Moxley literally can't be. 
because he was in WWE before. He literally can't be an alternative champion. Eddie Kingston can be mm. an alternative champion, legit, because he's never been on that in that program. He's, he's, pre, he's talking that shit like Come you on. were part of the the, 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 the machine. Come on. Like you you're, you changed your whole thing. You know, like I'm true to this game. That nigga said you met your wife there, you, nigga. Yeah. You met your wife there, nigga. You made millions. You became a household name, nigga. Nah. Talking that shit. Nah. And I'm sold. Like I'm definitely tuning in for that I quit match. I, just got, I think it's gonna be epic. Woo! Shout out to fucking Eddie Kingston, nigga, making us pay $50. <laughs> For real. Uh, and that, honestly, shit. When the last time you had that feeling? Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I said, you know, I'm I'm excited to see an AEW uh, big event. Um, I know they had All Out, Double Nothing, double and all that stuff. You know, I wasn't I wasn't checked in. You know, I wasn't checked in. It, just, it, didn't, it didn't make me uh, say, I got to see this. And now I got to see this. All right, man. We're coming up on. Well, we already we already hour. Let's roll into. I did want to get into our business logic, which um, I found out about. Uh, Vince got niggas on cameo, hundred thousand. I mean, not uh, not on cameo, but uh, Vince got niggas for the meet and greet, visual meet and greets, hundred twenty five dollars a pop. Yo, this is why they told us, like, hey, you got to get all your shit taken out. Get out, man. Get all cameo. You, make, you can't make no money outside. We got to make this ends is, off this. This is nasty. Thing. You know. It's only nasty because, I mean, it's only nasty for niggas who don't have a presence outside of WWE. If niggas want to see what Etor got to say, mm-hmm. then you'll hit up Etor on Cameo. You know who Etor is? Biggie. Exactly. So if you, mm-hmm. if you still want to, su- if you want to support Biggie, tax so, so free. We, so, so we can still do Cameo as Etor. I believe And build his own I believe so, and yeah. And do his own thing. All right, I believe so. I believe, but everything that we've done with you, you're not gonna harness that. Yeah, and do I gotta, I gotta talk, I gotta talk about that nigga about Iowa State or some Damn. shit. I gotta talk about that. I gotta talk about religion or church or fi- you know what I mean. Like, That's crazy. I gotta. I wouldn't lie. I, I, I think it's nasty because I think you should give them that. Like as a company, you owe them that space. You yes, like and and maybe I know they made their name in your company, but you don't need to do that. Listen, pimp game. I just got hired by Cureleaf, right? Cureleaf is WWE. Some people are going to leave WWE because of that. But, 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 but let's just, let's just let's put it in this. Go ahead. Cureleaf is WWE in this aspect. I'm a wrestler working for Cureleaf. I, Cureleaf won't necessarily respect me going and creating a YouTube page with Cureleaf's fucking handbook or, and doing a tutorial with the likeness and shit of Cureleaf from what I've learned uh-huh. without them kind of you know like hey nigga do this on our page do this yeah. like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like you ain't gonna get paid by the knowledge and not you know, we already paid for type shit so I would kind of look and be like you can't go on cameo and eat pancakes with a nigga you know what I mean and uh, and, uh, and, uh, I just think if he's Big E it's a collaborative thing creating Big E there's no biggie without Etor, and that he deserves a like. If I mean, and obviously they'll get paid through WWE, but to say that you can't do anything as uh, biggie at all, I think that's a little bit shady. You can't do something. My, you can't do something with biggie. I just you got to do it over here. I got you. You got, got you. you. Listen, if if it's a hundred times, that's gonna hardest you to like be locked in with that company with everything you do for the rest of your life. Not not, not okay. No, because listen. 
Unless Chris, Jer- Chris Jericho is who? Chris Jericho, correct? Uh-huh. Chris Jericho has been Chris Jericho throughout his career. We follow him wherever he goes because of the name, not because of the company. So my thing is, Moxley what, what, did what this. What I'm saying is, is that this sets a precedent for where people come into WWE, if they build a name to a certain point and get themselves over as a character, and they're using their character name through this whole program, if they get to a point where they're not happy with WWE, it's very compromising to leave everything they built as whatever character that is. No, and I, then say I've, like I'm building my as my fresh name. Now, not now. I know that before Chris Jericho was Chris Jericho, and he has but that's Fozzie what, and but all that stuff. But that's what Moxley's but this doing. Is right? not good. But that's what Moxley's doing. Like, like, listen. Even though Moxley, it's came, not the same. It, okay, listen. If Moxley came in as a very underwhelmingly known wrestler from CZW in the Indies, became Dean Ambrose. Enough to the point that Dean Ambrose can change his name to John Moxley and take that with him. Mm-hmm. WWE can't do nothing with John Moxley on cameo. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that that's the dip. You know what I mean? Like Xavier Woods would have to create, Xavier, just change his name, but he's and, Austin Creed. Uh huh. WWE has nothing to do with Austin Creed. I see, I see you. You see, I see what I'm you, saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with Isaiah Swerve, like Swerve, right? Uh-huh. Swerve is on the WWE Network. Uh-huh. Now, Shane Strickland was Shane Swerve Strickland. But because WWE knows Swerve had his own thing with him, uh-huh. a la Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, where you can keep a part of yourself and come in, now the bigger budget is now under the umbrella to where Swerve City, which is his own shit, which WWE does not own, yeah, but it is now to the it is available where he's you know, WWE's like nigga get your shit off SoundCloud nigga get your shit get your your shit about to yeah. get your shit here yeah. because now it's gonna be I know you can get your YouTube and your ads and shit like this but we probably work this into like a merchant center or something like that where if a nigga buy your shirt or a nigga watch your shit or whatever yeah. you know, you know it's what? something like that yeah. like, you know what I mean so, so business you, you, is- have, you have the option but I feel like some people might ever get to a point where they feel trapped no for you know? sure and, and, like and Zelina, that's what I Zelina, worry about Zelina Vega has already uh, uh, expressed this or Mia Yim who says that she uses who she is to do charity and shit like that when she games and use Twitch and stuff yeah. like that. So, like, yes, it does. You know what I mean? But, again, if you want to do me, let's say, I don't know what the money split is, but if it's 125 and WWE says, nigga, you get $90 and we get $35 off of it. You know what I mean? Then, if you want to go see a medium, then you would spend the 125 that's, to that's see what, a that's what, that's what I'm curious if the splits are. Because if the splits is... Majority of WWE still, which it probably is, then it's them taking advantage. I think it all depends. I think it also depends on. Again, I do believe on it. Like again, New Day probably has bigger splits because of what they do outside. Sasha Banks, I'm I'm pretty sure. Like, and I think that's why a lot of. I think that's why a lot of things like you know college football doesn't necessarily pay athletes. Because they don't know how to do the tier thing. But uh-huh. I think in a business aspect, like, niggas know that there's a main event, there's an undercard, there's a, you know what I mean? There's like, you already kind of know your tier. So if yeah. we're talking about splits, then you know what your splits are. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, so with that being said, um, you know, that was big news business and logic that I did find out that, you know, you can still see Big E and get Big E. But you got to get it through the WWE. But if you want 
I think, believe, if you still want to see Etor, you know what I mean, you'll go on Cameo. And if you want to see Mercedes, uh-huh. you'll go uh, on I, Cameo. You know why you know know like I blame for this? <laughs> Low-key. I blame, uh, <laughs> I blame Randy Orton. Hit the drop. For what? What, 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 what are you blaming Randy Orton for, man? What, what happened with Randy? Bam, nigga. That's what happened. Nah, I don't think when so. When you have that happen... They're like, you know what? I think it's AJ, honestly. It's probably both. I think AJ is spoiling niggas. Like, AJ, tell, AJ telling <laughs> niggas that niggas got COVID. And like, God damn, nigga. You can't play your game and shut the fuck up. You know what? Nah, take the, get this get this nigga off of here, nigga. You know, feel me? Like, that nigga can't keep his fucking mouth shut, nigga. We got to pull the plug on all this shit, nigga. It was AJ fault, nigga. But... Bam, yeah. <laughs> hey, it could be both. But yeah, um, y'all business and logic. Um, what we got next? Um, honestly, uh, we're doing. A re- you want to do the reviews? But we got a lot of shows to review, so you want to do the reviews? Yeah, let's go down the cards. Um, all right, let's go down the cards, do the reviews before we get out of here. What? We, Hell in the Cell was Sunday, so let's go ahead and do Hell in the Cell. Um. <clears throat> we got Ms. Otis, um, Helen the Cell contract on the line. Who you got? Ms. Otis. Um. Ah, uh, shit. I got. I got Ms. I got Ms. I think Ms. Ms. got this. Damn. So what the fuck did they do with Otis? What was the point? They move Otis and the Tucker apart. Set him up with Mandy and, you know. And but they move Otis away from Tucker, but then you don't keep the money in the bank contract on him. So what's the point? I think you get more lays out of money and get caught with the lays. All right, I feel I you. I think the Miz is it. Um, if Otis the, is Otis. Like, he's always going to be a, a, a gem. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> you, you, you pop when you see him? I pop. I pop, nigga. I pop when that nigga came out in the fucking, the, uh, what was it? Grand Toro, Grand, whatever, Grand, uh, Grand Goro, Grand, uh, Gordo, whatever that nigga was. He was a fat-ass nigga in the match. You feel me? Um, next, we got Elias and Jeff Hardy. Who you got? Um, Elias and Jeff Hardy. I don't care about this match at all. I, um, I'm with you. Um, Shit, but I got, me, I got Jeff Hardy. You know me, I ain't with it. Elias beats that nigga. I think Elias wins. Drift away? Yeah. Right. Um, Damn, we just did a whole live, and I don't think that shit saved. That's so fucked up. Man, that just, that hurt me. That hurt. Damn. Um, next, we got Bailey and Sasha. I think I got I got Sasha in this. Who you got? Ba- who Bailey and Sasha? Oh, okay, I got Sasha. Yeah, I think it's time. Um, Drew and Randy. Drew, who you got? Drew and Randy. Let's see here. Drew and Randy. I got Drew. Yeah, Drew. Yeah. I think we're and then you know we got Roman, of course. Like there's no need for us to. Yeah, I think I think we're 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 same on the card here, six for six. 
Six foot, seven foot, eight foot. Yeah, we're high as fuck right now, nigga. Oh, my God. Holy shit. We're high as a motherfucker, nigga. Okay, Bound for Glory. Um, I don't really even watch DNA, but I do want to shout out to my nigga Desmond Xavier, who uh, is going to be in a match. And this actually is they got a six-way intergender scramble match. For the X Division title. It's Chris Bay, Jordan Grace, TJP, Trey Miguel, Willie Mack, and the champion. I don't even know how to pronounce this fucking name, bro. Rohit Raju. Come on, my nigga. Rohit Raju. Come on. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right now. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even know who he is, but he the champ. But that's a six-way match. We got Ken Shamrock versus Eddie Edwards. That I don't what the fuck that's going on. We got EC3 who pulled up. EC3 came back home because he couldn't do shit in the big house. Him versus Moose. That's gonna be crazy. Hold on. We got a call your shot gauntlet match. Call your shot. Shout out to T Impact. Call your shot. The call your shot gauntlet match where the winner could choose any championship match of their choice. If Heath or Rhino wins. Then Heath also wins a full-time contract with Impact. If neither wins, then Rhino is fired. That's too complicated. (laughs) This is too complicated. But but again, hold on. Niggas took what they did in WWE and brought it to Impact with Heath Slater and Rhino, my nigga. Oh, where their tag team? They, I mean, I got, I don't know what the fuck going on. The match is Ace Romero. Versus Alicia Edwards versus Brian Myers, another loser. Havoc, I don't know who that is. Heath, he just going by Heath now. Hernandez, I don't know who that is either. Larry D, man, who the fuck are these guys? Ryan, <laughs> I know. Tommy Dreamer, Tanil Dasha, I mean Dasha, I'm sorry. To uh, Emma, you know. <laughs> I mean, this match, this match. Oh, shit. Holy fuck. I can see why <laughs> niggas leave this company, nigga. Okay, it's a four way tag team match oh, where God. the Motor City Machine Guns, shout out to Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin, who actually old guys, you can still get it in, against the Good Brothers, um, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, because, you know, you can't call yourself the club. In any other company but New Japan. Uh, the North and uh, um, Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. Um, all right. We got. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yo, Eric Young is champion over there. Eric the fuck Young. He's the champion? He's the fucking champion. Who's he facing? Rich Swan. Okay. And I hear that's like a feud of a lifetime over there, but I have no idea. Kylie Ray and Deanna Perrazzo is um, the knockout championship. Now, that's one thing I wanted to let niggas know. Niggas want to talk about Tuesday's the best women's wrestling. Cat. Cat. Cat, nigga. Caps, nigga. Big caps, nigga. Let me expand my shit, nigga. Hold on. Big cap, nigga. Nigga, fuck out of here, nigga. Ain't shit popping on Tuesdays. Fuck out of here. You, I read this. You see this card, motherfucker? <laughs> Fuck watching this shit, nigga. I wasted two minutes. 
fuck is that? What's the, what's the other pay per view we going to? Halloween Havoc? Halloween Havoc? Impact. Shout out to Impact? <laughs> yeah, shut that shit down, nigga. What the fuck are y'all doing over there? Huh? What the fuck was that scribble match? If who wins? If who loses? What? What the fuck are y'all talking about? Oh, Lord, bro. Um. Hey. I heard they're doing some fire over there. Nigga. Uh, okay. But I'm definitely looking forward to NXT Halloween. The, on, the, only, the only match on Halloween Havoc that they have listed is <clears throat> Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae and Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano. And both of them had to spin the wheel. And that match happens October 28th. Uh, is that the only two card? What the fuck? That's the only two matches on the card right now? So far. So far. I mean, it's, it's when, when does it happen? Two weeks or what, one week? Nigga, this Wednesday. This Wednesday? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, nigga. I only see two cards or, or two oh, so, matches on Wikipedia, oh, so my I nigga. Was, I thought it was an actual pay-per-view, like, like, like a weekend event. Oh, it's the actual uh, branding of a television. Okay, bet. Uh, yeah, I guess that's fine. I mean, it's, it's a TV show. So, they're trying to make it a special event. So, it's only going to be two matches. This is my that's thing. A two, that's the two matches that they're actually headlining. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, guess, then, then, then they got to win, then. They got to win. Yeah, yeah. They got a one. Yeah, I guess. And then what we got? Full gear. What's the What's it called? Yeah, full gear. Full gear. Full gear. Twenty twenty. We're We're hitting the notes here, man. You know what I mean? Trying to get in, get out. You know what I mean? Full gear will be November seventh. I believe we probably have a show. That's two weeks, right? Two weeks. So we'll probably link again for full gear. You know what I mean? Uh, but as of right now, we got Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. In the elite deletion match, why is it an elite deletion? Is he part of the elite? I have no idea. What the fuck is going on? I don't know what's going on with that. All right, uh, I just hope they don't kill each other, man. They just been uh, nah, man. From what it looks like, Sammy Guevara really wants to take Matt Hardy out of here, dog. So <laughs> it might be an elite deletion like, match, nigga. Sammy, like, what did he fuck your mom or something? Nigga, like, I mean, shit. On? No one the Hardys. It was getting around, man. <laughs> Uh, uh, we got FTR finally against the Young Bucks, um, which I believe was, you know, I don't know if it's going to be match of the night because Eddie Kingston and Moxley on that match, I mean on that card. Uh-huh. Um, but hopefully FTR and Young Bucks live up to the expectation. I think there's no way they're not, and I think that depending on where where you're going with the night, either one of those could be the match of the night. And it could both be five stars. I don't know because I think the they got TBD, but we we got our own sentiments of who we think is going to be in there. The World Championship Tournament final is going to be, I believe, Kenny Omega and Adam Page, and I think that is going to be match of the night for oh, Full Gear. Okay, that's a good. That's a that's a good. That's a good. It's a good card, bro. We what I don't three, see well, on here. We got three matches that you could possibly still night. That is a good card. So hats off and congratulations to AEW because it. I mean, yeah. What I don't. What hey, I man and Kenny potentially could, but I don't think it's going. To be. What I don't see on here is a women's match. It's gonna be Britt that, Baker and that uh, women's division gotta get tightened up. Yeah, they gotta do Britt Baker and um here Carol Sheeta. That's what they gotta do. And they gotta put the title on Britt Baker. I think she's. I think they gotta do that. Damn, we gonna end the show with that nigga title on Britt Baker. Uh huh. 
And Yo. I know, and, and, and I know, real quick, I know you, you brought up Daniel Bryan before. I was going to say this, but I see Grisham, and I was watching some of his matches. Shout out to Desmond Xavier. He put me on. And I feel like that he can have a run like Daniel Bryan. You talk about Daniel Bryan being one of the best ever. You know, if and the way that he wrestles gives me that feeling of like this like guy you want to just I think the only way it gives you that vibe you want to succeed. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? The only thing about Jonathan Grisham is that the only way he's gonna get to that level is if he gets to the main stage. And if he gets to the main stage, will they do him correctly? Because he's also five five, five, six, yeah. something like that. Like he's really small. That's always been the land of the Giants. They really necessarily don't take into account of technical proudness. No, but he's that guy. I know yeah. His I, work could get him to that point where like you gotta build him the way you did like a Dan Bryan where he's underdog, but you want to get everybody behind this guy because and that plays into his height. You yeah, know, like, I think that plays I, into the I whole think thing too. I think he's he, what Shorty Jeek should have been. That what that's what they saw. But you don't gotta call him Shorty. You don't gotta put nothing on him. You could just call yeah. him. Yeah, you just call him Jonathan Gresham. Yeah, you know, you you really can get people behind this guy as a white beat baby face. Fuck that. He's gonna be a dark meat baby face, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> And we gonna book in the show with two <laughs> black meat. niggas. You yes. know what I mean? Dark meat. <laughs> Dark meat baby face. And that's gonna be actually the name of this show. <laughs> Dark meat baby face. Episode 119. Yes. Thank y'all guys for listening, bruh. Peace. We are back. Oh, no.